Breaking it down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Ransom Notes. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Kathy Ransom, author and the subject of a documentary, the owner of a uh, television channel, and uh, all faith-based, all wonderful uh, situations, uh, and always a lesson to be taught. Of course, radio show and podcast host, Kathy Ransom. Kathy, how are you? It's a great day here in Illinois. Uh, we uh, never know when we're going to have winter in Illinois, but still you enjoy when the sun is out. And today the sun is shining while we're recording. We just got back not long ago from Hawaii. Have you ever been to Hawaii, Frank? Yes, I have. I, uh, the Big Island. Uh, yeah. Oahu. And that's where we were. I guess that's what, one where Honolulu is on. Yes, that's where we were. Yeah, okay. I always, oh, forget, I I always You know me. I get mixed up on stuff like that. We went out, and uh, we had a, a few nights in a hotel, and then we spent four nights with um, my niece and her husband who retired there. They used to live in Oklahoma City, and they are have become foster parents. Now, what do you think about retirees becoming foster parents? I think it's wonderful. Uh, the foster care system is uh, is is in need of good people uh, to be uh, to be there and to uh, to give guidance and God bless them, uh, the the people, the good people that are in that system. But do you know what they're foster parenting? Oh, oh, wait a second. Oh, that's a trick question. <laughs> uh, they're for, uh, is it a is it a dog? Is it a cat? Is it a a horse? You, it's it's one of the two. They are fostering tiny kittens ah. and they're working with a group and while we were there it's a relatively new thing for them uh they've had but they had two of the most adorable playful little uh orangey colored kitties that uh, they were having to keep just a bit longer because of an illness that they had so they were having to give them some medicine before they could take them because each week they've had this is the fourth set of kittens that they've had and each saturday and sunday they take them to i guess it's a probably a pet store somewhere where the kittens and i suppose other animals too but they're into the kitten business uh they're available for people to come and uh, adopt them and the renee and david were have had great success in talking people into uh, wanting to adopt the children that they have raised, the kittens that they have raised. But uh, it's taking them just a little longer on this. Well, these two kittens, I tell you, they could jump. We had a, a, a sort of a wiggly thing on the end of a springy stick, and they would play. They would hide in a canvas bag one day that, that people took to the store, you know, to put groceries in anymore because Hawaii does not allow paper, ba plastic bags to be used in the store. You've got to have uh, yeah. non-consumable stuff. And th th these kitties would get into that bag, and one day they shoved the bag clear down to where our bedroom door was shut. It it's just amazing what they do. <laughs> Renee had 
they had a footstool. And one day, I, I guess she was doing the laundry or something, but she accidentally, or, you know, threw it, it happened to go over the top of the footstool. Well, the kitties fell in love with that, so it's now permanent decoration because they jump in and out. One will be on the outside of the blue sheet, and the other one will be under, and they'll beat each other. And it, it was, we, they just really had a great time. And of course, they were always hungry. Uh, and David and Renee would had food, and they, sometimes it was the wet food, and always there was dry food there and water. And, and of course, kittens that age, they love to sleep, so they could be asleep one minute and playing the next and back to eating and so it goes but we had we had fun yeah. well, but yeah but we had to come home yeah we got to do that sometimes well we've flown back from honolulu to dallas to springfield illinois we arrive where we get in our car and arrive back at Concordia Village, I would say around four o'clock in the afternoon, roughly. The first thing that we are greeted with as we arrive, do not go outside. Do not go walking. Do not go out. Wow. Why might we have been receiving the orders, the suggestion, strong suggestion, not to go outside? Let me see. Uh, tornado warning? That's a possibility. Uh, let me see. Uh, hold on. Lightning could be the other. Could have been. Could, could have uh, been. There could be a, an escaped criminal, which would be horrible. You're getting closer. Uh, there could be uh, an escaped uh, wild animal. Now or, you've got it. Yeah. and uh, uh, Don't it. tell me a lion. You are absolutely right. Wow. They had... A, a, a mountain lion, uh, and and it, they sometimes called it a puma. I guess some of those cat ones they have multiple names, yeah. and you know they're all. But anyway, we'll, for our purposes, we'll call it a mountain lion because that was one of the names they used. It had been sighted in Springfield in several spots, but right now, it, when we arrived—not this moment, but when we, the day we arrived back—it had been spotted in the city park that's that we that i can look out my window right this moment and see it was you know it was over there just right across the street it had been spotted it had escaped they said from uh, nebraska how it got from nebraska to illinois don't ask me i suppose it you know it must have walked and and i don't know how long it been had it been it took to get here but uh the mountain lion was was there and when we arrived, I guess they were about ready to think that they were going to be able to sedate it or tranquilize it. I think the Illinois Department of Natural Resources was arriving, and so they didn't want anybody because they thought that that might uh, uh, cause them to be afraid, and then it would run away, and, you know, they about had it do, got it captured. But allegedly, just before we got home, the lion had captured a deer because we have a lot of deer in illinois this part of illinois that are that run wild and we have those trees all around and the deer have learned to adjust to being in a modest modest civilization we used to have them all the time when we lived on the lake so i suppose the lion was hungry uh but having eaten the deer that made it a little safer as i yes. understand it for I was people just say that Definitely. Because I guess they get full and then they don't need to eat for a day or two. Is, is that 
yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, that's true. Very true. Uh, in my understanding, my friends in the in the neighborhood who owned dogs were greatly relieved that uh, the lion was a not as hungry and b was probably going to be tr tranquilized, um, but. Uh, because they thought their puppies then could go outside and do run around and do what dogs like to do. My biggest regret was I wanted to go out and find it because you know what I like to do. You I like to go ahead. go ahead. I was going to say you, you like to walk, right? You like to uh, go I like to. But why did I want to go out and see the lion? Oh, you like to see wildlife. You like to explore. You like adventure. And I love to take their picture. Yes. Oh my gosh, you have pictures of. But of, I didn't. Yeah. But I didn't go out, and I didn't get one. But can't you imagine how excited I would have been with if I did? But obviously, I let my brain go different directions, and as I'm thinking about this lion roaring, roaming around, I think about Satan, and I remember the passage in First Peter five, verses eight and nine. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowled or prowled around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in your faith. It's amazing that it was a time to stop and remember that, you know, we as human beings make a bunch of mistakes, but we also have to be alert. The adorable kittens, we loved them. I would have taken them home, but they wouldn't go on the airplane. They were so sweet, and so was Satan at times, and he sort of sneaks up on us. That puma lion, if, if I could have taken the picture of it, was, would have been a beautiful, beautiful beast. But it feeds on that unsuspecting animal, the deer, as, as well as others. It can even hurt humans. That little pair of kittens that Renee and David had, one night I was sitting there and I was playing with them, and suddenly they stopped wanting to jump at this little string that I was bouncing up and down, and I felt my foot being scratched and there were some drops of blood i mean it wasn't serious but unexpectedly that cat took care of my foot and that's sort of how satan looks things look exciting pleasurable kids think that maybe some things are okay to do and then it's sort of dressed up and then suddenly somebody is having a having a problem we have to protect ourselves the news that went do you, do you know how to protect yourself from a lion what they suggest you do um wow uh hold on let me think oh to make yourself as look look as big as possible right like uh you know uh do that uh definitely not play dead not climb a tree they could try they could outrun you they could outclimb you um make loud noises and make yourself look big i would guess Yes, and, and, and the, the words that I had heard, start waving your hands frantically, and that would be part of that looking as big as you could. And then they said, start moving very slowly backwards, but always keeping your eye 
And this is the interesting part, keeping your eye on the eyes of the, of the, of the lion. That reminded me of Satan. How do I keep Satan away? And I need to continue to move and I need to back away slowly. I need to keep my eye on Satan and know that he's still there. And then in Ephesians 6, Paul tells us that we need to wear the armor of God to protect us. And that is the belt of truth. I need to always believe the truth. I need to wear the breastplate of righteousness. I need to live a right life. If I want to avoid Satan, I need to remember to have my feet shod with peace, the gospel of peace. God really wants us to be peaceful. Yeah, I know we have to stand up for things, but basically peace. We need to have the shield of faith. If I want to avoid Satan, I have to keep believing and have faith that God's going to take care of me. And that if I do what he says, I have a happy home to look forward to. And that I need to have the helmet of salvation. So, no, it isn't quite the same way you save yourself from a lion, but Satan's been called a lion. So we have to be careful. So my lesson to you is keep your eye out for that lion called Satan. He may look as cute as a real lion are those two little kitties, but they have some devious ways, Frank. My gosh, that's great. Wonderful. As always, do you have a final thought today? Okay, the statement I've got for you today is you're gonna, I'm gonna read it twice because you have to sort of really listen. Gotcha. All right. I'm trying to organize a hide and seek tournament, but good players are really hard to find. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. I I'll read it, it one more time. I'll read great. it one more time Please. just for fun. Go ahead. I'm trying to organize a hide and seek tournament, but good players are hard to find. Uh, that is very <laughs> clever. Have a good week, Frank. You too. Kathy Ransom, everyone. Kathy Ransom. Uh, is uh, so many things, a uh, wonderful author, and of course, uh, show host, subject of a documentary, and a, a television channel owner. And we'll talk about that. It's a work in progress, but Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on Ransom Notes. You've been listening to Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. Talk radio.